I want to go right ahead and get into this message. I'm not going to be lengthy today. Last week I'd intended on preaching this message and the Spirit of the Lord just directed us in a different direction. But I feel the release to bring this sobering word to us today. As I was thinking and praying, and uh, today is actually a, a day a lot of people celebrate concerning Halloween and all the stuff that goes with that. There's a lot of evilness involved in it these days. And I begin to think about this message. You know, in, in, in Halloween, we, we had fun yesterday. It was for the glory of God. Amen. We, we loved on people, ministered and ate and laughed and had a good time. But there is an evil side. Everybody knows that. Everybody knows the devil's real. Demonic influence is real. Working overtime. And I begin to think about what this day means to a lot of people. And everywhere you look, you'll see pumpkins, and you'll see scarecrows, and you'll see uh, ghosts, and you'll see witches. You'll see all of these different things to decorate. And one that stuck out to me that goes along with my little message today is spiders. Seems like the other day somebody had decorated, and all I saw was big old spiders and spider webs. And I want to read some scripture to you and I'm, I'm going to preach a message today and I'll give you the title for it in just a second but this I'm going to go ahead and put you on notice this is not going to be a feel good sermon today there probably won't be a lot of shouting with this one but it's a true word from the Lord today that we better take notice of church as believers today so hold on put your seatbelt on I hope you still love me when it's over, but if it's not, I'm going to deliver what I'm supposed to anyway, <laughs> okay? <laughs> Amen. Isaiah 59, Isaiah 59, and I want to read starting with verse 5. It says, They hatch vipers' eggs and weave the spider's web. He who eats of their eggs dies, and from that which is crushed, a viper breaks out. Their webs will not become garments, nor will they cover themselves with their works. Their works are works of iniquity, and the act of violence is in their hands. Their feet run to evil, and they make haste to shed innocent blood. Their thoughts are thoughts of iniquity. Wasting and destruction are in their paths. The way of peace they have not known, and there is no justice in their ways. They have made themselves crooked paths, and whoever takes that way shall not know peace. I've got one more scripture. I want to give you the title first, if, if y'all can do that back there, Brandon. And I'm going to preach just a, a minute or two, and then I want to read that other text that I give you in Second Peter. But this scripture here, and my title today is Entangled. Somebody say Entangled. You'll get it in a moment. But the scripture that I just read in Isaiah 59 is talking about a type of demonic spirit that, that, that just hounds and goes after every believer. These spirits are compared to spiders because these type of demonic spirits weave webs to entangle us, believers. Entangle. To try to pull you and me into traps. The writer here in, in Isaiah it is saying that the devil tries to weave a web to get us entangled back into the things that God has set you and I free from. 
Understand with me, church, just because you and I get saved, the devil is not going to give up on us. He has demonic spirits that are like spiders. Now, they don't look like spiders, but they have characteristics like spiders in that they are weaving webs and traps to try to entangle, to get you and me tangled up in bondage, back into bondage and back into things and tangled back up into things that God has set us free from. That's his purpose with what I'm preaching about today. And this scripture in Isaiah is a warning to God's people, you and me today. That's what this scripture is about. He's warning those who have been brought out. And can I get a witness right here? Has anybody in this room been brought out of something? I'll be the first to lift my hand and I give him praise. Thank God he brought me out of that and he brought me out of this. He's brought me from a mighty long way. I wouldn't be here if he had not set me free. Thank God he's brought me out of some things. And this scripture, though, is a warning. If God has brought you out of drug addictions, if God has brought you out of alcoholism, if God has brought you out of perversion, if God has set you free from pornography, if God has set you free from homosexuality, if God has set you free from lust and depression and unforgiveness and wrong relationships, and I could go on, he's warning you in this scripture that the tactic of the enemy is to get you entangled back into that one more time if he delivered it from you before the enemy's purpose is plan is to try to get you tangled back up in the mess again the devil wants to entangle every one of us back in what used to be what we used to be in before we got set free and got born again and got saved there's another scripture I want to give you. It's very eye-opening. It's very sobering. It's in 2 Peter chapter 2, just a couple of verses. Listen to this. For if after they have escaped the pollutions of the world through the knowledge of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, they are again entangled. There's that word. They're entangled therein and overcome. The latter end is worse with them than the beginning. For it had been, watch this, this is in the Bible. For it had been better for them not to have known the way of righteousness than after they had known it to turn from the holy commandment delivered unto them. But it has happened unto them according to the true proverb. Watch this, that the dog is turned to his own vomit again. Or this, the sow or the hog was once washed but returned to her swallowing or wallowing in the mire and the mud. And understand what they're saying, the writer is saying here, is that the tactic of the devil, which has been compared to a spider in Isaiah 59, because he weaves a web and he goes after people who have been set free from bondage and he sets a web and a trap and he tries to get them entangled into what God has brought them out of. And if he gets them entangled, watch what happens next. He then overcomes them. Anybody ever watched a spider weave a web? I've watched them weave a web. Then they get on that web and they'll sit back in the corner somewhere. What are they doing? They're watching for their, their enemy or their prey to get tangled up. And once they get all tangled up and can't get out, what is that spider's next move? He begins to creep and crawl toward them and then he overcomes them because they cannot get out of the mess they have gotten into. I've come to tell you there is such a thing as a spider's 
spirit and he's working overtime in God's believers trying to get them tangled back up into bondage and tangled back up into sin but how many know God wants us to get free today and stay free in the name of Jesus hallelujah hallelujah Understand the only way the devil can overcome you and I as a believer is for us to go back and get entangled in his trap, in his web. But otherwise, as a believer... We have too much authority. We have too much power. We have too much blood. We have too much Holy Ghost anointing for him to wrestle us down and defeat us. So in order for him to pull us back into bondage and pull us back into sin and pull us back into addictions and all of these things, all he has to do is pull us back enough to get us trapped and entangled in a web of defeat and lies and then he'll overcome us. And the scripture I just read in 2 Peter says it would be better for you to have never known the way of righteousness or salvation and then get delivered and then six months later because you're going through a hard time or you're tempted or something to return back to the vomit of drugs and alcohol and lust and perversion and sin and so on. Things God sets you free from church. We've got to get, listen, I know this is a time when everybody wants to hear, you're going to make it and it's going to be okay. You're covered. You're all this stuff at church, this is real stuff. I see and talk and hear of people falling every day into traps and, and they're bound and they can't get free. And the enemies where I've, I've seen too many good men and women who loved the Lord and were sold out getting tangled back up into bondage and it's ruining their relationships and their lives and their ministries oh me or amen pastor it's the truth and we've got to get to the place that we as a church and as a people are going to make up our minds and sell out and we're going to serve God when things are high even when things are good low when things are good and when things are not good when things are great and not so great when temptation is coming against us or where we're not being tempted when we're going through hell on earth we still got to make a made up mind I refuse to look back I refuse to turn back I I refuse to get tangled back up in a web of deceit and tangled up in what I used to be bound in. I thank God I'm free and I'm going to make up my mind. I'm going to stay free in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. I don't know about you. I've come too far to look back and I'm determined not to let some temporary little junk and stuff mess up my eternal destination. It's not worth it. It's not worth some little temporary high on this earth or something that gives you pleasure that is sin to mess up your eternity. Be steadfast and movable. Make up your mind. I'm not going to go back to that stuff. This is a sober warning today. I don't know who it's for, but I feel the Holy Ghost here. Hallelujah. Hear this pastor's heart today. It's a sober warning. Do not get entangled in the spiders. Stay away. 
too many are turning back to uncleanness and drugs and ungodly relationships and sin. They're trying to find answers. They're trying to find uh, something to relieve them of what they're going through and give them a, 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 something to help them. But I'm telling you, that's not the answer. Jesus Christ is the answer. He's the only one that can help us. Amen. See, God has set us free from things. He broke the chains that had us bound. He loosed us. He broke the demonic hold. But now somebody's going back to it. And when you go back to it and get entangled and get so bound, that thing's going to overcome you. And it doesn't just leave you in bad shape like the first time. But the Bible says it'll leave you in worse soft shape than before. Watch this. First, he's got to entangle you. And it can happen to anybody. I said it can happen to anybody. It can happen to pastors and preachers. It can happen to singers and musicians. It can happen to teachers. It can happen to ushers and greeters. We're not exempt from this. That's why we better stay in this word. My God, if we ever needed to be in a church, involved in a church and in a worship service, like we need to have our whole families in here every time the doors open. Come on, somebody. We've got to stay around the fire. Hallelujah. And the first thing he does, he'll entangle you. And it can happen to anybody. And if we go back and touch the things that God has set us free from, it's a spider's web ready to entangle us. And according to Isaiah, there is a spider spirit ready to turn into a viper and bite us and overcome us. Now, how does the devil get us entangled? I believe one of the major ways he works today is through wrong relationships. The crowd you used to run with, the old flames, the bad influences at school and at work. And if you've ever known the way of salvation and you go back, the scripture says you open the door. Church, we better keep our eyes on Jesus. I've, I've seen it too often in young people. They come along good and they get with the wrong influence or wrong friend or wrong relationship and they go off the wrong path. Hear this pastor's heart today. He'll entangle you. If you've ever known the way of salvation and you go back, the scripture says you open the door for something worse than you've ever dreamed. The Bible says that when an unclean spirit leaves a person, it goes back and it'll get seven more to check that person out. And if that person is not clean and swept and filled with something that's been vacated called the Holy Ghost, you're in trouble. Hear me. If there was ever a time we needed the power of God in our lives, it's today. Because we need something to help us live in this wicked world and generation. And yes, the most important thing we can do is cry out, God, save me, forgive me. But after that, we need, to, we need something called the power, called the baptism of the Holy Ghost that will help you walk away from that addiction and walk away from that relationship and walk away from that perversion and walk away from that nonsense. And I'm here to tell you with the strongholds today, 
today. We cannot do it in the flesh. We need something called the power, the wonder-working power of the Holy Ghost. That's why I have a heart and a passion that we have a, a service in here on Sunday where the power of God moves. We got to stay around the fire. We begin to back up from the fire. We're going to cool off. Come on, somebody shout power. We got to have power, power to help us resist the enemy. We need more than religious exercise and activity. We need a spiritual experience called the Holy Ghost that will help break off chains. Oh, that'll stir the fire of Pentecost again. We need sermons like this today that preach the truth and conviction is, is in the house again. Come on, somebody. You don't have to go back where you got the where, to what you got free from. You and I, as believers, have the greater one living on the inside of us. The Bible says they get trapped and entangled, and I I hear the Lord saying today He wants to break some He wants to tear down some spider webs this morning. Spider webs of drugs and pornography and depression and unforgiveness and relationships, negativity, murmuring, depression, fear. I can name it all. It's got people entangled. God is saying get free and stay free. Get away from the relationships and places and things that you know are not of God. Don't play around with them. They are a trap. They are a web that will tangle you up. We can't do our own thing if we belong to Jesus Christ. I can't just hang out with whoever. I cannot just go anywhere I want. I can't just look at any junk and fill my mind and ears with just any old thing. I belong to God. And my number one purpose in life is to please Him today. And if you have a question about anything you're doing, you must ask yourself, Lord, does what I'm looking at, what I'm listening to, does the way I speak and talk and get does it please you? Would you be doing this? If not, it's a trap. We live to please Him. Everything we do. God says you'll end up worse than you were if you don't. If you've ever had a touch of God on your life and you go back to what He's delivered you out of, the Bible says you will end up worse than you were before it would have, it would have been better not to have known the way of righteousness. That's powerful. That blows my mind. And that's why we as Christians can't just be like everybody else. We are unique. We're different. We're called. We're chosen. We're ordained. We're, we're not like everybody else. We're supposed to be different. Not everybody's going to like me. And I know they don't. <laughs> it's okay. We're different. We've experienced too much. We've got too much knowledge. Too many think they can do this or hang out and run with this crowd and, and you'll make it right later and when you're through playing with the world but it don't work that way because you know what? That crowd doesn't know and you've got grace extended to you right now in this moment. Come on. And you better walk in it. You better walk in it. Hallelujah. You better sell out now while you've got a chance. Because the thief, the enemy, the spider, the viper has not come to give you a good time. It may be disguised that way, but sooner or later what his motive is really about is to steal and to kill and to destroy you. 
Jesus has come to give us life. And life more abundantly. And he can still get rid of the spider webs this morning. And set you free. If you'll call on him. As the worship team comes. Understand this morning. There is a Pharaoh. Everybody know who Pharaoh is? Pharaoh in the Bible wouldn't let his people go. He held them in bondage. They were slaves to him. But when he did finally let the children of Israel go, he changed his mind and he went after them like a spider, like a stalker. How many know Satan's a stalker? Just like someone stalking another person, sitting in their car, watching their every move in the dark. Satan works that way too, looking, watching, waiting to bite. Following you everywhere, trying to, trying to get you back. Come on back. Get entangled. Come on. Lurking, looking, waiting. There's a couple of reasons why I believe he does this. Number one, his desire is to get you worse off than you were before. And number two, he wants what? This is powerful. He wants to show the world and make them think serving Jesus doesn't really work. Amen. Do you know the devil wants to make Jesus look bad? Do you remember when you got saved and set free? What would you do? I, I, Hey, we went running to school telling everybody what God did. We went running to our friends and our family calling people. Do you know what I just did? I gave my heart to Jesus. He saved me. I'm, I'm a new creation. And we were so excited. We even told our old, old buddies. They told them I'm saved. I'm delivered. I'm set free. I'm living right for the Lord. But if the devil can get us to go back right into that garbage Jesus set us free from and get us entangled, do you know what happens? To the people looking that once knew us and look, it makes Jesus look bad. It's a mockery on the church. It makes people who know you say they tried Jesus and it didn't work. I want to make a declaration right here. Don't make a mockery out of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Serving Jesus does work. And hallelujah, it does work. And if you'll sell out, he can change the way you walk. He can change the way you talk. He can change the way you act. He can change the way you give. He can still make the difference. You don't have to return to the vomit of sin, to the muck and the mire of sin. You don't have to get tangled up again and go back to what you were set free from before. I feel like the Lord is wanting us to bind up some spider spirits today in this house. I believe the Lord is wanting us to tear down some webs of deceit in this house. The enemy will put up a web to entangle and pull you back just enough and he'll overcome. He'll use anything. He'll use a fence. He'll use someone hurting your feelings. He'll, he'll use someone talking about you. He'll use unforgiveness and bitter sin and jealousy and pride. He'll use a bad business deal that a Christian made with you. And before you know it, you begin to blame God and you begin to blame the church and you say, well, I believe I'll just go back to the club. I'll just go back. They, they treated me better than the church did. They try to turn back to the drugs and alcohol. At least I felt better while I was taking them than I did 
it in the church. Come on, somebody. There is a spider spirit out there. And he's saying, come on. Get entangled. I'll put more on you than you ever had. And there's that old spider. And listen, it's not the little old nursery rhyme song we used to quote and sing, Itsy Bitsy Spider. They make that to sound out so innocent. He's, it's, a, it's a spider spirit, a demonic spirit that's weaving webs today and he's back in the corner lurking and waiting for you and I to get trapped. And when we do, he overcomes and he bites. And then we're worse off than we were. I've come with a warning today to somebody, to us, a reminder. Stay away from the web, somebody. Stay away from the trap. Do not go back. Do not get entangled. Watch out for the spiders. Well, I hear the Holy Ghost saying, clean out the spider webs that have been coming into your life. Somebody here, the enemy's already got you entangled again. You've already picked up what you never should have picked up again. You've already gone back to it after God delivered you out of it. You've compromised. But I've come today with this message today out of love for you in this house to warn you in this service it's time to get real with God once and for all and get rid of those spider webs. It can be unforgiveness or bitterness, sexual perversion, drugs, whatever it may be. I've come to warn Don't you go back and touch it. If you have, it's not too late. The power of God can help you get free this morning and stay free. Come on, stand with me all over this place today. <laughs> Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. I told you the truth. This wasn't a feel-good message. You've not shouted me down today. That's okay. But I wouldn't be worth anything as a preacher or pastor if I didn't preach the gospel of Jesus and the truth. I'm here to help us today. I told you last Sunday, God spoke to me and He said, I'm about to do something in this place. We're going to be not just going for it. We're going to be growing for it. We're going to mature and grow and get stronger. Amen. We're growing somewhere. I said we're growing somewhere. And that's what this message is about. We can't grow anywhere if we're all tangled up and bound. But when we get free, bless God, you better look out. <laughs> he wants us free. Somebody say, He wants us free. Hey, I feel like, you know when you walk into those spider webs and you get all, I feel like we've walked into some lately, but I've come in here with an anointing called the power of God. I'm about to take my hands and clear out some spider webs. Somebody do it right now. Wave, get it off of me in the name of Jesus. Get that spider web off in the name of Jesus. We need some people with made up minds who are determined, I refuse to go back. I refuse to participate. I refuse to get tangled up in the webs of lies and deceit and addictions and strongholds and sin. God has been too good to me. Bless my home. Bless my family. Bless my health. He's been too good for me to turn back and get involved in that junk. I'm going to stay free. I've got a purpose. I've got a plan. I'm going to fulfill that. Amen. 
Somebody give him a shout of praise in this place. There's enough power in this room to raise up dead people. There's enough power in this room to break bondages and addictions and strongholds off of people. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.